Hi, welcome to Living Like a Dre podcast, the podcast meant to inspire, encourage, and add value to your life through topics of faith, life, and wellness. I'm your host, Adre Durth, and I'm so glad you joined me for this episode today. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about communication. Now, I don't know about you, but I think communication can be hard. Relationships can be hard. We talked a little bit about that in a previous episode. Now, I'm going to throw out a disclaimer here. I am by no means a communication expert. I am, however, someone who values growth and learning, and I believe spending time learning and growing in the area of communication, it's just really something that I'm very passionate about. I believe it is, you know, the key to improving so many things. It's the key to improving relationships. It's the key to setting healthy boundaries, um, success in the workplace, You know, when there's a lack of clear and effective communication, things just go awry. They just really do. And it can be so difficult because each one of us have very different personalities. So it's never going to be a one size fits all kind of thing when we're putting communication out there. The person receiving it is not always going to pick it up the way we're putting it down. So we have to be really mindful of how we're putting information out there when we're communicating things, especially big things, important things. It's vital that we come across in a way that the other person is able to receive that information well. And part of that is really learning more about the people you're communicating with. In the last episode, I mentioned the Enneagram and the DISC assessment, which are excellent tools in helping us understand how to communicate well with others. Uh, For example, in the DISC profile, I am an ID. I'm a people-oriented person. I'm enthusiastic. I'm very talkative. My husband, on the other hand, is a DC. He is direct decisive, driven. So when I'm communicating something important to him, I have to get out of the mode of the way that I normally think. And I have to present information to him in a way that that I know he's going to receive. If I just go about my normal way of doing things and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, he's going to shut down and not listen to me. So I know that when I have to have a difficult or just an important conversation with him. I have to come at him with the facts. I have to be short and concise and not spend a lot of time adding fluff to my communication. That's the way he receives communication best. And so I have to switch gears to do that. It's funny, he he will often uh, remind me sometimes if I'm, you know, just generally having a conversation with him and he asks me a question, he, he will gently tease me at times and say, Adre, I don't need to know how to build the clock. I just need to know what time it is. And that's kind of our funny way of him reminding me that I'm getting off on a rabbit trail and I need to get back on track with what I'm trying to explain to him. So um, just a funny, a funny thing that that he says that that helps me get back on track. Um, 
but I, I have to be very intentional when I know it's something very important that I need to talk talk about with him because I need him to really listen. And so I uh, have to come with my facts and have it all lined up and be very decisive. And I've had to utilize that in the workplace too. I've had bosses who, you know, are communicators like that. They need you to come in and they need you to give them information and only give them what they ask for, no additional fluff and move on. Now, the, those people, sometimes for those of us who are very talkative and very people oriented and you know, we want to ask, how's your day been? And what's you got going on? And oh, how's your puppy? And, you know, we want to have all these conversations. And they're not like that. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with any one type of personality. We are all different. We're all made differently, which is a wonderful thing. If we were all the same, life would be quite boring, right? Uh, but it's just really important to understand the people that you are communicating with on a regular basis so that when you you do need to approach them and have hard conversations or maybe just important conversations that you're presenting the information in the best way that they receive. So I say all of that, you know, to just reinforce what I shared with you in the last episode, the DISC profile and the Enneagram are two great tools to give us insight into how others think. There are other personality um, tests and things out there as well. Those are just two that I recommend. Um, But I definitely recommend, you know, utilizing some of those tools to help you know how to communicate best with the people around you. I know my husband and myself and both of my children have all completed the DISC assessment and the Enneagram, and I keep track of that. When I learn about, you know, when I'm talking with friends and I learn what their profiles are, what their Enneagrams are, I keep note of that so that I can remember, you know, when I'm going back and having conversations with them, that I can kind of switch gears in my mind and know how to best communicate with them. So it's important too to not only, you know, take that assessment for yourself, but also to read up and be familiar with the other types as well so that you can really improve that communication with those individuals. Um, You know, there are plenty of other ways to improve communication, but I just think it's so important because we think so differently, and we receive information so differently, that we take time to really hone in on and improve our communication so that we can become better communicators. We can do that through reading books. Uh, Crucial Conversations is a book that I highly recommend. Um, We can do that through listening to podcasts like this. We can do that through YouTube. I mean, there are just so many wonderful platforms of information out there that we can utilize to improve our communication. And I just want to encourage you, friends, that this is one of the things in your life that will make things so much easier. Now, you know, life is not easy, generally speaking. However, anything we can do to make things a little easier, I'm just all for it. So I would encourage you to take some time to work on building your skills as a communicator. This is something that can be learned. We are not all natural communicators. There are some people out there who are amazing communicators and it comes very naturally to them. 
Most of us, however, have to work at it. We have to take time to learn and, you know, develop those skills that, you know, those that are naturally gifted with that are definitely incredibly blessed. But I would say the majority of us have to work on that. And for me, despite studying communication for years now, I still struggle with it from time to time, especially with those who are closest to me. You know, I love people, I can talk with people, I can give advice fairly easily. Um, You know, I've had to, over the years, work on my listening skills, which is another thing that is so important in communication, not only how we're putting information out there, but also how we're taking time to really be quiet and listen. And that is something that I have struggled with because I, you know, I, I love to talk. And so I'm throwing in, you know, my, my input out there and I have had to learn to just step back, be quiet and listen more. And when we do that, when we listen to other people, we also, that's another way for us to pick up on cues to how they receive communication. Pay attention to how they put communication out, and that can be a clue on how they receive communication as well. So listening um, is definitely a huge part of communication. And that can be tough whenever we're communicating with people closest to us, right? You know, we're the people, especially the people closest with us, because we are so deeply connected with them emotionally, that it can create more difficulty in approaching various topics of conversation. And I'm not talking about general topics of conversation. I'm talking about, you know, when you have to bring issues to light or, you know, things that are really important for in your life and in the lives of others, it's so important to be effective in that communication. And emotionally charged situations can really make that difficult. So, you know, when we're having conversations with hard conversations, that is, with our children, our spouse, our parents, coworkers, you know, friends, even just all of those close relationships that really can be very emotionally charged because we're connected on such deeper levels with them. Some of the things that I've learned along the way that can be very helpful. One of the main things that I've learned is when you have to have a difficult or hard, you know, hard conversation or an important conversation, approach that person with love. You want the intent behind your conversation to come through in love. You never want to come at a hard topic of conversation with aggression or even sadness, or, you know, you want to approach it and make sure that you're creating a safe space and making sure that you know that they are loved and that you're coming at this conversation with love and with the intent to, you know, just make things better. So one of the things that I highly encourage doing is taking time to reflect and pray about the conversation before having it. You know, when you know you have to have a tough conversation, spend some time in prayer, spend some time really reflecting on your thoughts and getting to the root of the issue. You know, a lot of times the things that happen, the things we say, the things we think are surface things. There are usually roots to the roots of the problem that you have to get to. And so I would encourage you as you are having, you know, things happening that may be difficult that you have to have these conversations about 
Really hone in on the root of the issue. Never have those important conversations when you're emotionally charged. If you are really emotional, whether you're angry or you're sad, or, you know, if you're highly emotionally charged, definitely take a step back. Don't have those conversations because when we do, we often damage ourselves and the other person. And so please take time to cool off or, you know, just get those emotions under control before having those conversations. So just to recap, you're going to approach those com- those people with love. Uh, you're going to get to the root of things, reflect and pray and get to the root of what's happening before you have that conversation so that you can stay on track and stick to that issue instead of going off on a tangent and pulling all kind of other things in, which will never help the situation. So stick to your issue, stick to the root of it, and never have those conversations when you're emotionally charged. Now, Another part of communication that I think is really important to talk about is text communication. Text communication is even harder, I think, than verbal communication, particularly when you're having conversations in person, because you're able to see body language. You're able to listen to the inflections in in voices and pick up on other cues outside of just the words that are being said. In text format, whether it's a text message on a phone or an email, when you're having that text communication, there's very little ways to convey the emotion that you have in that text. You know, emojis are great and that can help some. <laughs> I use emojis like crazy, y'all. Um, people, I probably drive people crazy with that, but uh, it just can be so hard when you're trying to convey your sentiment in text format. So, you know, just be thinking about when you send text for text communication, you know, it the same thing applies that I said earlier about having conversations with people. You want to keep in mind, you know, their personality type, how they receive communication, and make sure that when you're putting it in text format, you're re- taking time to stop, read it back to yourself, and really make sure that it is really conveying what you mean and doing that in a positive way. Because if if it comes across, you know, strong or short, um, you know, it can be taken the wrong way. I know I have been guilty of this um, just, you know, not too long ago at work. You know, when I get busy, uh, sometimes I'm you know, in a hurry, and I'm trying to answer questions and do what I need to do and, you know, get information out there as quickly as possible. And I actually sent communication to someone that I, there was definitely no ill intent behind it on my part. But when I sent that information, it was short, there was no fluff to it. And it was taken it was taken in a different way than I intended it to be. Now, we later had a conversation and cleared the air on that, but it reminded me that I really need to pay attention. I need to make sure if I'm busy and I need to send a response to someone that I'm not doing it in haste and potentially, you know, damaging a relationship, whether it be with a coworker or a friend or a family member, whatever the case may be, 
but really being intentional about what I'm sending to people in text format. So that was a great reminder to me to make sure that I'm doing that. Uh, So yeah, I would encourage you with text communication to make sure that you are really thinking about what you're sending before you send. And I hope that you become really passionate about communication and improving your style of communication. It's just such an incredibly important part of our lives. Thank you for listening to the Living Like a Dre podcast. I look forward to sharing with you again next week. Until then, friends, have a blessed week ahead.